Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Movie Plebs podcast. My name is Philip, And I am Colton. And we're just going to talk about our experiences with movies for the next, like, 45 minutes or so. Um, we met in film school. My favorite movie is, well, I got, like, five favorite movies. But, like, the one I can go back to and watch all the time is probably My Cousin Vinny. I just think it's really funny. And just the way Marissa Tomei and Joe Pesci play off each other is really well. Or it just works really well. And I just enjoy it. What about you, Colin? It's a solid movie. Yeah, no. Um, I think... So in terms of favorite movies that we could just go back and watch over and over again, I think the one I have is Mr. Right, (laughs) which stars Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. And I can't necessarily say it's an incredible, critically acclaimed movie, but it's just one that I enjoy watching. I, I can watch it when I'm not doing much. I can watch it when... I'm feeling lazy and depressed. (laughs) It's just a nice movie that I can go back to all the time. Yeah, for me, My Cousin Vinny has like, um, it has this nostalgic quality because the way I ran into this movie was one day I was in my brother's room and he was just watching TV because that's where we had the PlayStation. So I was like waiting for my turn on the PlayStation. And he was watching this movie and I didn't know what it was. And I was... I was playing on our big like uh, Mac computer, just minding my own business. And I kind of heard like this, heard the movie going on in the background. And I turned around and looked at it, and then it's the scene of the movie where the lawyer, not Joe Pesci, I can't remember the actor's name, but like the public defender is giving his uh, spiel, and he can't get through it because he has like horrible stage fright. So he, he has a stutter, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. So after I saw that scene, I was kind of hooked on this movie. So I just sat there and watched the whole thing, and I instantly fell in love with it. Great movie, <laughs> a must watch. So, nice. oh, unless did you have anything else to say? Oh no no no, okay. that's good. Yeah, I like the way you're able to get in there and talk about it more. <laughs> So <laughs> just don't have those details. Mine's just kind of a goofy fun time. I mean, and that that's fine. We all like movies for different uh, reasons. I just thought like maybe that's a good like let's pad the runtime there. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So what shows have you been watching during quarantine? Ooh. So uh we actually just ended our Hulu subscription. So before we stopped that, I was catching up on Rick and Morty and Archer and all those animated mature content (laughs) tv shows um i started watching one on netflix called like seven days before or seven i don't know it's something like each episode will show about a week's time before some kind of event and the pilot episode was about um the dog show that happens in new york every year forget what that's called but that dog show oh the one after the um what's it called the parade Maybe. I, I don't think so. It's like, I don't know. It's this big dog show event that happens in New York. And so um, this show, the first episode was talking or showcasing a documentary style thing from the viewpoint of a few different um, dog owners who participate in this event. And one of the other episodes in this show is seven days, like video game, some kind of esports event for League of Legends, I think it is. And so each episode in this thing is a short documentary about all these different um, career types in 
well, careers in different parts of life. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, so it's, interesting. it's real stuff. It's not just like made up Hollywood. Yeah. No, it's all real stuff. It's documentary style. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. No, I've, yeah, I've never heard of something. that. I'll have to check that out. But wait, why, why are you canceling Hulu? Oh, just extra money. Right. We're watching WandaVision on Disney Plus. We got Prime and Netflix. We have plenty of streaming services. Uh, yeah. Hulu's the one we probably use the least out of all of them. That's weird because I use Hulu the most. I think it has the best. Yeah. It has the best movies and shows, or maybe it just has the best movies and shows that I like. Because I'm not like into the, all the Netflix originals all that much. I just don't find them as interesting. But Hulu has old cartoons that I used to watch, like. Um, I've recently, I recently have been watching Chowder again. That show is really dumb, but it's really fun to watch because it's just, it's just <laughs> really goofy and all like the food puns are pretty good. But yeah, no, I like, I like Hulu the best out of all the streaming services. I found that one is the one that I watch the most. Also, it has Seinfeld and that's one of the best TV shows of all time. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it all right now because it's so stinking good. <laughs> I don't think there's a bad episode of Seinfeld. I can I can de definitively say there's not a bad episode of Seinfeld. See, I've, I've seen episodes of Seinfeld and I know references to the show, but I've never actually watched through it. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a weird show uh, to kind of... To kind of get people our age to get into, like my family and I were talking about this over Thanksgiving, and my brother and I were saying, like, or my dad was saying, like, man, it's so uh, interesting that you guys are into Seinfeld. Like, I think it's kind of cool. And my brother was like, yeah, nobody our age watches Seinfeld because it's it's like uh, it's an interesting show because I think it's it came out in the time before. Uh, never mind just forget about it i don't want to talk about i don't want to talk about <laughs> well, this i think i mean to sound but like in terms pompous. of older shows like in the 90s coming back friends was a huge thing just a couple of years ago i remember yeah everyone was rewatching friends yeah because uh, when netflix got the rights that was a big deal because yeah. friends is kind of it's not new but it's kind of like a formula that like uh shoot i can't well, that formula works. Um, they kind of redid the same kind of formula with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Uh, years later. And, and I mean, I've watched through all of Friends. I've watched all of How I Met Your Mother. It's, it's a formula. It works, like you're saying. Yeah. And Seinfeld is like, it doesn't fall into that formula. It's its, it's own entity. It's nothing like new and special by any means. But I feel like just the jokes and how the writing of that show works just works so well. And I think I think it's really funny. And yeah. if Seinfeld isn't your cup of tea, or just because like it's not as flashy and new, if that's like what you're into, give Kirby and Kirby Enthusiasm, Kirby Enthusiasm yeah. a try. That show is just yeah. as funny and it's raunchier if that's so like your style. My question for you is do you think Curb or Seinfeld is better? That's a tough one. I think Seinfeld has overall like better episodes because i've i've been re-watching kirby enthusiasm with my girlfriend and like i really like the show i like how larry david is larry david and he's just like an he's an old man in the new cent in like this new century he's just sort of like like fuck you to everything going on so 
I I like watching Curb for it's like newness, but I think Seinfeld just has so many more, so many like better episodes than Curb. I feel like I could just rewatch Seinfeld over and over and over again. But Curb, there's like one or two episodes. I would say like yes, let's sit down and watch these all the time. But with Seinfeld, it's like oh, we could watch The Pen. That's a good episode. We could watch The Soup Nazi. We could watch, insert just any Seinfeld um, like reference. So I do think Seinfeld is a better show. Interesting. Yeah. See, for me, I've always struggled picking out select episodes of different TV shows that I watch. Like usually I just view it as a whole. And when other people are like, oh, remember that one specific episode called Soup Nazi or called The Pen? And I, of course, I know Soup Nazi. I, I think that's one of the most famous Seinfeld episodes ever. So yeah. I'm familiar with that, even though I haven't watched through the show. But I don't know, just in all the shows that I watch, I'd have a very hard time talking to someone about, oh, remember that one specific episode called this? And I think that's something that Seinfeld probably has that a lot of other shows don't. Yeah, no, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about because when people talk to me about Rick and Morty or Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is another pretty good Seinfeld show, Seinfeld esque uh, show, they're always like, "Oh, do you remember this like one scene from this one episode?" And I'm like, "No," because I guess I just <laughs> haven't watched the show as much as these other people. But mm, I'm always just like, yeah. "Yeah, no, I look at Always Sunny." as a whole yes there are like a few bits that i will call back with my family because my older brother and sister uh really got me into that show and like i'll say to yeah. my brother like oh what's your spaghetti policy and then from the charty <laughs> the charty mcdennis episode um they're like no puzzles no puzzles no puzzles so like i'll say that with my brother so like i get those jokes but there's sometimes like some of my friends are like, do you remember this one scene from this one episode? I'm like, no. Like, I just don't get Also, Rick and Morty is the exact same way when I talk to people about it. They're like, oh, do you yeah. remember this one little side gag? I'm like, no, I don't remember that. That's such like a specific yeah. moment. And I love, I love Rick and Morty. But I just like, I like it more as a whole than like as the individual, like little, each individual jokes. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I think. Maybe I have a theory that maybe because Seinfeld came out back in the day when episodes came out once a week instead of all at once, that maybe that helped people retain each individual episode more and be able to reference that specific episode. Whereas nowadays, like I know for me, when I'm watching Rick and Morty or Sonny or any of those shows, I'm binging through them. And watching one episode after the next after the next. And I'm not really paying attention to what it's called or specific moments. I'm just kind of absorbing 10 episodes at once. And so they all kind of blurred together for me. Yeah. Also, Seinfeld has been on so much longer and it's always on TBS. Like go to mm. TBS anytime after five o'clock, you'll be catching a, a marathon of Seinfeld. And it's kind of like what you were saying. I feel like we live in a time where we have so much content. There's so many TV shows and streaming uh, streaming services to watch that I don't have time to just like watch every episode a hundred times because it's like, oh, I got to get right. on to the next thing. Yeah. I, I mean, especially for us because we're in film school. We're trying to make movies and TV shows our career. We kind of have to know everything instead of just being a dedicated cult following to a few different things. 
Yeah, it's just like, how do you want to use your time? Do you want to use it watching the same show you've seen a million times, even though I do that with The Office? Like, I could finish The Office, then just go back to the first episode and just rewatch it. I love that show. Oh, that's so crazy to me. Because I, I know people like that who can just rewatch a show over and over again. I can't. Like, I watch a show once and I have to move on to the next show and see what else is out there. The only show I can remember ever watching it more. Wait, no, actually, there might be a couple. That 70s show. Oh, yes. I've definitely seen it twice. Maybe some of the episodes three or more times. Um, Community is probably one of my all-time favorite sitcoms. Um, at least the first few seasons. It kind of goes downhill a little bit after the first few. But those first few seasons are incredible, in my opinion. And I can pick out specific episodes of that show, especially the finales, like the paintball finales. Mm. Those things are immaculate. Some of my favorite episodes of any show ever. Just so fun. I watched the first episode of Community and I liked it. And the website I was using that may or may not be legal, I can't remember what it was. But <laughs> um, yeah, the website I was using, like the next episode wouldn't play. So I just like kind of mm. lost all interest in trying to watch the rest of the show. I see. Well, you can watch it on Netflix now. I know. But like, I just don't use Netflix all that much, except. Well, watch it. Maybe I just <laughs> might watch it. All right, but going all right. back to that 70s show, because I also really like that show. And it's it was the same thing that Seinfeld. It was always on. Like after school, turn yes, on. Yes, no, that's how I started watching it. Yeah. yeah, did you watch on ABC Family, which is now I think Freeform or something? Maybe. I remember I would come home and there would be four episodes on. And it would be two repeat episodes from the f previous day, mm -hmm. followed by two new episodes for the next day. Yeah. And that's how the formula continued yeah until i was done with the show yeah no that 70 show is fantastic but i've never seen it all the way through because there's mm. there's too many episodes and after eric leaves i just kind of lose interest just because i feel That's like fair. i feel like a lot of the episodes are repeats of just like they kind yeah. of follow the same formula like uh there's only so much character development you can get out of these characters and i feel like the show just lasted a bit too long but i do really like that 70 show i think it's definitely like one of those must-see tv shows for like a high school student yeah no i think that's a good good critique of it i think that's a good critique of quite a few shows out there yeah they last a little longer than they should like i think that 70 show is really funny especially when um yeah uh, shoot, who is it? Is it Cheech Marin, the guy who works at the Photo Hut? He plays, what's mm -hmm. his character's name in the show? Oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thought... I just know him as Cheech. I thought his character was pretty funny. Also, just like the relationship of Donna and Eric is pretty good. And then when Hyde and Jackie start dating, I think that's really funny. And I just think yeah. it works really well. I thought that was a really good move. Oh, yeah. No. I also think, just looking back, that 70s show was probably one of the first more mature shows I was allowed to watch. And so there's a bit of nostalgia there for me with that. Yeah. Ooh, they're saying things that... <laughs> that's inappropriate. That's funny. Yeah, and they smoked a lot of weed on that show, they too. Smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> but uh, also, I thought that show was really cool because my older brother watched it. And I, I uh, yeah. it was kind of the same thing where I felt like I kind of wasn't supposed to be watching the show because I was like, oh, this is this is like for older kids. So that's kind yeah. of why I thought the show was a little cool. <laughs>
Um, so, uh, to continue with like the podcast, what was like your first experience with movies? Like what was the first movie you saw in theaters or what's a movie you remember watching all the time as a kid that like just left an impact on you? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know if I could tell you the first movie I saw in theaters. I know when I was really little, I had a Barney VHS tape and I could watch the same like two episodes on that on a loop and my mom when she was getting ready for work in the morning would put it in and just have it babysit me for about 20 minutes while she was getting ready to take me to school uh but oh i don't know i remember seeing fly me to the moon in theaters and the reason i remember that is because it was advertised as the first 3d animated film ever made and so I don't really remember it too well other than it was a fly that went to space <laughs> and that was the whole thing. I, but, yeah. I vividly remember that movie because I begged my mom to go take me to see it because yeah. <laughs> it was in 3D and I thought yeah, it, was it was the coolest 3D. thing in the world. So we had to drive to like this movie theater 30 minutes away to go see it because it was the only one playing it. So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is the coolest thing. And if I remember correctly... The plot of that movie is these American flies are like, we're going to go to the moon and we're going to beat mm-hmm. those Russian flies. Like it was basically the space race, but <laughs> oh, told through the point of view, uh, it's told through the point of view of these anthropomorphic flies, but also like it takes place in our human world too. So like the humans right. are also trying to go to space. So the flies well, that's just, the thing though. The flies hitch a ride yeah. on the human spacecraft. That's how they get to space. Uh, that movie was, it's probably not good because it's, it's probably not. It's been a while since I've seen it and I don't yeah. think I'll ever watch it again, but I remember But it's a technical marvel. Yes. So you have to see it just for its history. <laughs> yes. No, a hundred percent. Man, that's so weird that you oh. brought that up because like I haven't, I haven't thought about that movie in a while. Also, I kind of wasn't sure if it was real or not. Yeah, that's the thing that exists. My first experience with movies was oh, shoot. the first movie I ever saw in theaters was Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie because I used <laughs> oh, no. I used to be into <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Big time. I didn't understand Pokemon cards, but Yu-Gi-Oh! was pretty cool. I remember going to the pool yeah. and playing with. The, like two other kids that were into Yu-Gi-Oh. So Mm. I used to be really afraid of loud noises. I don't know why. It might've just been like an auditory processing thing. And I was too. I mean, very sensitive ears when I was younger. (laughs) And that's, that's really ironic because like right now and in high school, I like would listen to music really, really loud to the point where teachers (laughs) were, teachers would be like, you need to turn that down or you will go deaf. Yep, I've harmed my hearing for sure, <laughs> listening to too many uh, Guardians of the Galaxy oh, <laughs> songs in my minivan in high school. <laughs> and uh, so the, I was like afraid that the movie was going to uh, like just hurt my ears. So I, I was like, Mom, I can't go into the movie theater. It's too loud. Mm-hmm. So my mom sat in the lobby with me trying to like tell me. That, oh it's it's not that bad it's just it's just a movie i'll go see if i can get the manager to turn down the volume like my mother was the <laughs> sweetest lady she wanted Aww. us to just enjoy things and she would like do whatever to make sure we we had what we needed so she was like i'll go talk to the uh theater tendency thing lower the volume and then she was trying to tell me that if we sat in the back it wouldn't be as loud 
And at this point, I was kind of like, uh, okay, I guess I'll buy that. Well, so the fr- Sweet lady who lies to a kid. But. <laughs> so we go. Well, I finally go into the movie, and I sit in the bag, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. I love going to the movies. And then for the next uh, handful of years, I'm, every time I go to the movie theater, I had to sit in the back. And the one time I... The time that made me start sitting wherever in the movie theater and realizing like, oh, sitting in the back is no different was when I, when I went to go see Revenge of the Sith with my friend's dad because it was a packed theater and his friend's dad was like, well, we can't just sit in the back. So we're going to sit, we're going to sit like up front. So that's what we did. And I was kind of afraid. But then as the movie went on, I was like, wait, you're telling me? The sound is the same in the front as it is in the back. This is crazy. <laughs> so then that just sort of changed my whole like perspective on like, okay, the movies aren't going to hurt me. The loud noises isn't too bad. So that's my oh, first man. experience with movies. Oh, that's funny. But no, no, I was the same way uh, trying to see theater, uh, go to a movie theater to watch a movie when I was younger. I. I was to the point where I don't know if my mom ever told me like sit in the back it'll be better but we uh I had to wear earbuds in order to go into a movie theater just because I thought the noises were too loud yeah but, no yeah. my mom no, talking about Revenge of the Sith though because you mentioned that I, I think that might have been the only Star Wars movie I saw in theaters of the original six uh, movies. And I also had to sit in the very front row because it was packed. Yeah. So I have very vivid memories of getting neck cramps <laughs> trying to look up at the screen and see it all well. Yeah. And yeah, never again will I sit in the front of a movie theater. Uh, me neither. I hate sitting in the front. But going back to The Revenge of the Sith again... That was also, for me, that was also the first Star Wars movie I ever saw in theaters of the original trilogy. And I remember we had The Phantom Menace on VHS. And then when we got the VHS combo DVD player, the first DVD we got with it was uh, Attack of the Clones. I remember uh, watching that with my family. And that, although it's a very bad movie, it was still a good time. <laughs> and I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters twice. I saw it once with my family. Then, what? Then I went to go see it with my, um, see it with my friend and his dad. And like, I don't know. Wow. As a kid, I thought that movie was cool because like it had General Grievous and his uh, however many lightsabers he had. It was just like I was a dumb <laughs> kid, so I was like, oh, there's stuff happening in this movie. It's good. But now I know like Star Wars is not. Or at least the the prequel Star Wars is not like the best cinema has to offer. Yeah, no, but I mean I enjoyed that movie too when I was younger. I even remember I had a, a Game Boy Advance SP <laughs> uh, Revenge of the Sith game, and I would play that side scrolling gem for oh, hours. Boy. Yeah, I remember my SP. Oh, speaking of SP, sorry to get off topic, but I remember <laughs> I was on the computer one day and I got one of those pop-up ads that said, get a free Game Boy SP. And I was like, Uh-oh. mom, mom, get in here. I need like your credit card information <laughs> so I can buy this, so I can get this uh, PS, um, whatever it's called, the um, Game Boy SP for free. Game Boy Advance SP. And yeah. I remember she sat down with me at the computer 
and we filled out the sheets and I was like, yes, oh, no. I'm going to get one for free. And it never came. So no. that was little Philip's first introduction with internet pop-up ads and how they are yeah. not what Did they Did identity say. theft or anything occur? Not, you guys okay not that i'm aware of if anything did happen my mom probably wouldn't tell me because yeah. like i guess i wasn't a nervous kid but and also she didn't want to scare me like philip because you clicked on that ad and we filled it out <laughs> she just blames they stole you. my identity like why would you tell that yeah. to a kid especially when like fair. pretty nervous but yeah, that's yeah. my that's my little tangent on the Game Boy SP. I finally did get one, <laughs> and I remember enjoying the crap out of it. It was a really good oh, yeah, system. It was fun. So, what was the last movie you saw in theaters, or just like the last memorable experience seeing a movie in theaters? Ooh, yeah. I don't know what the last movie I saw in theaters was. Uh, I could probably look back on my letterbox and figure it out <laughs> based on the dates I logged movies, but. I don't know, one of the most memorable experiences with movie viewing I've had in the last, I guess, let's say two years, just because <laughs> I haven't really gotten to see any in the last year, was going to the movies with some uh, cinema friends to see Zombieland 2. Mm. And I think you might have been there for that experience. No, I did not see I that. I did you not see there, that movie. But I guess... My bad. I'm just implanting you in a memory. <laughs> I mean, hey, if yeah, we, if I we had a good a time, I'd like to be there. Yeah, no, it was a good time. I'm glad you were there with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was a fine movie. It was it was whatever. It's Zombieland. But I just remember going with some friends and enjoying the whole experience. Yeah. The last movie I saw in theaters was... Uh, it was My Hero Academia. It, I forget what it was called, but it was pretty good, especially like if you like the show. Uh, My Hero Academia is an anime, uh, then you would like the movie, but it's not really for like anyone else. It was one of those Fathom events things, I think. And I went to the theater downtown, so that was pretty cool. But like the most memorable or one of the most memorable experiences of the movie was when I went to go see Rings. This movie was absolutely... Sorry, I was getting a call. I was getting a call and it threw me off, so... So this movie Rings was the third movie in the Ring franchise. I really liked the first one. I thought the second one was cool the first time I watched it. But thinking back on it now, it kind of fucking sucks. Um, so this movie Rings. Uh, I was still working my plumbing job. So I had just worked an eight hour, uh, like a 40 hour work week. It was Friday night. I go with my friends to a movie theater 30, 30 minutes away because I wanted it to be quiet and peaceful. And this movie theater 30 minutes away is not very popular or it doesn't feel like it's ever crowded. So I get in the theater with my friends, sit down and enjoy the previews. And people are talking to the previews. I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's whatever. It's just the previews. And then the movie starts and people are still talking. And it... I try not Ooh. to let I, I try not to let it bother me, but people just keep talking, talking. I have to turn around, uh, tell the people like, "Hey, could you please be quiet? I'm trying to watch the movie." And like the people sitting in my row were uh, applauding me, like, "Awesome! This guy gets it. He paid he paid money to be here on a Friday night to watch this kind of crappy movie." But there was a group of like. 10 middle schoolers or they might have been in high school sitting in the top row and they were talking and being really loud the whole time and 
back in the day, I used to let things bother me. I still do, but I would never do this again because what I'm about to say is not appropriate at all. It's not the way <laughs> the situation should be handled. But in the moment after, in the moment after, I'm annoyed already just hearing it. <laughs> set up in the moment after that 40 hour work week, I was like, okay, this is my relaxation time. I paid money to be here. I just need everybody to be quiet so I can watch this movie. And these kids were just talking and making loud noises. So after like an hour of letting this go on, I finally snap and lose it. And I get up out of my seat, turn around and say, will you shut the fuck up? And all of these kids go like, ooh, and that that <laughs> struck a chord to me. And I get up again and I say, step to me. And then nobody, <laughs> nobody says a word after. Uh, and I like sit in my seat thinking like, man, I showed those middle schoolers who was the boss. This is my movie theater. <laughs> now I know oh. that's absolutely ridiculous to get that mad about something so stupid and so crappy as rings. But in the moment oh. I was feeling good. So that was my so I went last to see, movie theater experience. Uh, I went to see a movie with, um, some guy who's not really even an acquaintance anymore, but we were sitting watching like the Meg or something. Oh boy. And there were people talking behind us. And I remember he like, and I'm, I'm kind of ignoring them for the most part, just like, ah, whatever. I'm a docile creature. I'm trying to avoid confrontation. I'll just enjoy this movie with a little bit of chatter in the background. I'll make do. But this guy sitting next to me stands up, turns around and yells at the top of his lungs. Like we're in the top right corner of the movie theater and people in the bottom left are turning around and looking at the commotion. <laughs> like everyone in the theater knows what's happening. And he's just yelling at them for a solid, I don't know. It, it felt like a minute, but it was probably like five seconds. He said one sentence <laughs> and sat back down, but it was so loud. And I was so shocked that I don't think anyone even coughed the rest of the movie. <laughs> like people were as quiet as possible. Oh man, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It was wild. Like I asked him about it after and he's like, I don't have any time to mess with those people. I gotta shut up. I got a movie to watch. I'm like, okay, man. Like I understand where that person's where your um acquaintance is coming from because like I paid move I paid not I paid movie. I paid money to be there. <laughs> Like, I paid I, movie. It's good. I paid movie to see this movie. No, I, like I paid money to be there and I'm sure all the other people did too. So it's just like I wanted to have a nice relaxing evening and I guess that wasn't other people's agenda for going to see yeah. a movie. So like just going to the well, movie theater the thing, bothers like, me. Generally when I go to a movie, I want to watch the movie. Very rarely, no matter who I'm going with, am I going there to spend time with the people I'm going with. <laughs> I could go with my enemy, but as long as I'm there and they're quiet and we're watching a movie, I'm okay. Yeah. And yeah. So I've never necessarily, I've not really understood going to the movie with friends. I think the best experience I ever had going to the movies with friends was when I went to see Incredibles 2 in theaters, <laughs> at like 8.30 at night jam-packed theater i don't think anybody under the age of 16 <laughs> was in the movie watching it they were like college guys getting drunk and it was just such a fun experience 
to see all these adults enjoying a kid's film. And I don't know. I think that's probably one of the best movies experiences I've ever had. But then the first time I really went to a movie with friends, I was going to see Kung Fu Panda 3. And they were talking the whole time. And I hated them talking the whole time. And I just wanted to enjoy the fat Jack Black Panda <laughs> talking about Kung Fu. And they just weren't letting me have that. Yeah. So, like, I guess I have to be in the right mind space as well for those different experiences. But sometimes movies with friends is the best thing ever. And sometimes it's not. But I think it has less to do with the people I'm going with and more to do with the whole kind of atmosphere of everyone in the theater. Like, I'm personally yeah. not a big fan of horror movies, for example. But going to see a scary movie in a packed theater where you can hear people audibly gasp and scream and then laugh at themselves for screaming, that's a lot of fun for me mm -hmm. because I don't necessarily get a lot out of just watching a scary movie. But watching it with a full house, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah. No, it is it is fun going to see movies. And I like I have never with my group friends, we never like talked during the movie unless it was like a little side comment, but we would never try to disrupt yeah. people because like we always wanted to go see the movie. Like we paid money to be there. And just like I guess because I had never experienced like other people talking in a movie theater and never like have had my friends be like, oh, let's go to the movie and talk unless we were like at home. I guess right. that's why I have such a problem with other people talking during a movie. And that's why it just bothers me so much. But yeah, I um, know yeah, horror movies are kind of a, a mixed bag of going to see in theaters. Because when I went to go see it, my friends and I were like really excited for it. But it was a packed theater. And there was some people playing on their phones, the kid next to me was like <laughs> talking to his parents telling him like Gross. telling them oh i saw this part in the trailer and i was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> and this one lady in front of us was like playing on her phone and the light was shining right in my eye so i wow. i get yeah. up and this is after ring so i've had my freak out at the movie theaters <laughs> so i get up and go politely tap on her shoulder say excuse me ma'am i'm trying to watch the movie and your phone's just being a little distracting could you please like turn it off just please and then she kind of looks at me like i'm crazy and it turn like turns off her phone and puts it away i'm like thank you so much and i go back to my seat the lady sitting next to me with the annoying kid who's talking throughout the whole thing like leans over to me and is like I was about to throw my popcorn at her and I thought to myself like <laughs> hmm that's rational and then I sat down and tried to watch the rest of the movie while the rest of the theater was talking and then to make it things worse the lady that I told to, to please stop using her phone got back on her phone but she did turn uh, she did turn the brightness down so I give her okay, some I so give her some props there's some middle ground there yeah but see Philip the people like that lady who is going to throw popcorn at her need people like you to stand up for us because <laughs> we will avoid confrontation and not say anything. And you're the one who's stepping in and making change. So thank you for being you. I appreciate it, but I don't deserve the credit just because the way I handled it was so poor. But if I could go, if well, I maybe could it go. rings, but, <laughs> <laughs> but just really the second time seems all right. Yes. No, the second time I feel like I handled it much more maturely but um just like if you're going to the movie theater please just don't talk it or if we ever get to go to the movie theater again please don't talk just let the people yeah. who are there enjoy the experience yeah. same as a comedy show 
Like yeah. you're paying to watch the person on stage, not the people in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's freaking yeah. ridiculous. No, I think there needs to be some kind of like maturity cutoff, especially for kids in theaters because they'll talk and they don't know how loud they're being. So it's like unless your Sid can sit quiet, kid can sit quietly for two hours and not say anything very loudly or too insane. Don't take them to the movie theater. Especially babies that are crying. Jeez Louise. Like, come on. Yeah, I forgot what movie. There's a limit. I forgot what movie it was. Oh, yeah, I saw Joker in theaters. And somebody, I guess, was like, we couldn't find a sinner, a sitter. So we're going to bring her a baby yeah. to this ultra-violent, like, psychological thriller movie. And this baby was coughing and, like, crying throughout the whole thing and every time something loud happened the baby react to it mostly with crying so i thought to myself like why the heck would you bring a baby i understand like you can't get a sitter you want to go and have fun with your uh significant other but just don't bring a baby to a movie theater especially filled with other people that just doesn't make sense to me but yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, see, I get it. I, I'm not a parent, so I don't know if I'd ever do that when I become a parent. But I, I feel like you kind of have to make sacrifices when you're a parent. If you don't have a sitter, maybe the best date night isn't bringing your kid to the movie theater. Yeah, take maybe you have to, to figure out something else to do. Take him to go get ice cream with you. A, it keeps the kid satisfied. <laughs> B, you can have ice cream with your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever uh, suits your boat. Don't annoy other people with your crying baby. Yes. Shove sugar down its throat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the last thing I think we should talk about before we wrap it up is do you remember Blockbuster or Hollywood video? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like what was the average like blockbuster hollywood video experience for you um hmm good question i think it was just going into the aisles walking down them seeing what was out there seeing all the movies that my mom said no we're not watching that (laughs) and then (laughs) finally finding something that we could all agree on as a family and we'd rent that and that would be the experience i remember one time there was this one movie i wanted to watch And I passed it to my mom, but I didn't realize that I was passing it through one of those detectors, the (laughs) shoplifting detectors. So I hand it to my mom and then sirens start going off and I freak out. I'm like, what am I doing? Did I do I did something bad. I definitely did something bad. And um, to this day, walking through those detectors i still get a sense of anxiety like i'm gonna set something off even though i don't mean to oh that's funny and that scarred me as a child yeah so i hate blockbuster i'm glad we have netflix now. <laughs> i don't have to go through the security yeah. checkpoints anymore i just click <laughs> i click the thumbnail and that's it <laughs> i scroll through all the netflix titles like i scrolled through those aisles when i was younger yeah same thing I still wish we had blockbusters and and Hollywood videos because I feel yeah, like yeah. yeah because it's nice going somewhere it's a, I feel like that'd be a really fun like date night thing to do with your significant other just like hey let's go to this video rental house rent whatever movie we want to see that they have then just like get some popcorn and go home 
have a chill movie night. Also, when I was a little kid, I did not utilize the whole let's get a movie thing. I was more like, hey, they have video games here. Let's rent uh-huh. let's rent those and play them. And then I never like got to actually experience the game because you only get it for seven days. And I was never right. like, oh, let's sit down. Also, I used to suck at video games. So it's like, I can't <laughs> get past this. This game sucks. I wasted my time. I should have just gotten a movie. Also, back in the day when I was little, I did not like movies, but I was not as invested as in them as I am today. And I feel like at a rental house, you could get some really like hidden gems that are kind of hard to find. And I feel like it'd be hmm. easier to just kind of be like, oh, I've heard about this movie instead of having to like go on the internet and like look for what streaming service it might be on. So I feel like it might be easier these days to find like the movie you want to watch if you're looking for something a little more obscure so like oh yeah no i think i think the ease of mute movie searching is way easier today than it was back then it is but i'm a huge proponent of the internet and technology and making life easier with that stuff i mean i like it too but sometimes just when you're on the internet looking for what you want and then it's behind like this subscription to this other uh, streaming website. It's just like, well, I don't want to go through all that. So like, I don't know, it's just frustrating. I feel like if I had like a blockbuster to go to, I could be like, maybe they'll have it this, maybe they'll have it this week. And then I can just go there without having to pay like another uh, $7.99 a month for a subscription service. I just want to use one time. Yeah, but I mean, think about that explanation. Maybe they'll have it this week. And then you have to drive there to see if it's there. Whereas with the internet nowadays, you do a quick Google search like, oh, Rings is <laughs> playing on these different streaming services. I don't necessarily have access to this one, but I can pay two ninety nine to rent it from this one. And I think that's just so much easier than taking the time to drive to your local blockbuster Hollywood video and see if the movie that you've been thinking about for a few months is actually there this week. It is easier, but I just miss the whole like physicality of holding the movie, carrying it around the store like, hey, I'm I own this movie. This is my movie. No one else can have it. And just like carrying it around the store yeah. while the rest of your family like picks out whatever they're whatever they're going to watch. Also, are you also someone who likes records as opposed to like Spotify or iTunes? Maybe I have three bins of records <laughs> in my room right now. Maybe. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of like physical media. Yeah, I think, see, that's just a different mindset. I'm happy with having a little square rectangle. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> a small rectangle device in my hand that has a million songs on it instead of a giant 45 that has, what, six eight songs on it ten songs yeah no i I get that and i do appreciate the convenience but i don't know it's just something about the physical media and just like also with uh physical albums you can like look at the cover art and also if you pull some of them have the lyrics on like a sheet of paper also cds do this if you ever like open them up and pull those booklets it has like cover art from the band also has like lyrics and maybe it has the features of who worked on the album so like that stuff's cool to me 
And also I got some pretty like yeah. cool little posters out of it too. So there's there's pros and cons to each side, and I just kind of prefer the physical the physical like um, DVDs and movies and that kind of stuff. I think that's fair. I, I mean, and I understand that viewpoint. I think I've just as I've gotten older, I've become more of a minimalist. So I'm like the less stuff that I own, and the more I have easier access to, the less space I have to take up. Yeah. And I just I I really enjoy that aspect of the internets <laughs> and technology. Yeah. Also, going back to the whole blockbuster thing. The movie can the candy at the checkout line was always calling my name, but it was always so expensive, mm, and my mom would never, or she wouldn't never, but she would almost never like say, "Hey, go pick out a go pick out some candy," just because it was so expensive. And it's just like, oh, of course, we no, don't, I mean, we don't candy need that. still calls my name, whether <laughs> I'm at an amusement park or a movie theater or the grocery store. Like every time I see candy, I'm like, "Give me some of that." <laughs> Yeah, Blockbuster, you will be missed by me. I don't know so much about you, Colton, but <laughs> I'm going to miss my Blockbuster. Yeah, I, I, I think the date idea could be a kind of sweet experience, yeah. but I think I'll, I'll leave it at that. I don't think any other experience would benefit from it. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe that's why it died. Maybe. It was only good for dates. <laughs> it was only good for dates and people who couldn't afford uh, to buy a new video game who could just rent a video game yeah. for seven days and just suck at it for all seven days dude i would do that at gamestop i'd buy one of their used games and then play through it in a week and then return it and be like oh i didn't like it wait you and actually get got, all my money back you actually got through video games as a little kid i could never like play through a whole video game i always played that tutorial thought that was the coolest part it was like okay i'm done i'll just watch my what? older brother play this <laughs> Oh man, dude, I loved video games. I still love video games. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love video games. I'll play through them now. But like as a little kid, yeah. I was like, this is too much of a time investment. I'll just watch my brother play it cuz A, he's oh, wow. good at the game and B, I get all the story without any of the playing. Oh, that's interesting. Now, like when I was younger, I actually preferred competitive games to story-driven games. It's so like a lot of like Madden, mm. NBA, um call of duty became a big thing in middle school <laughs> um and then for the longest time like the last few years my favorite game has been rocket league car soccer <laughs> and i've logged over a thousand hours in, rocket league in the last few years yeah um don't have the rank to show for it but <laughs> it's fun nonetheless and recently i've actually been getting back into story driven games mm. so i'm playing through um I'm currently playing through Inside, What's that? which was the successor to Limbo. If you ever heard about that indie oh, game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about Limbo. And it's a little more puzzle than story, but I think there's a lot of story built into the set decoration that's kind of neat to try to uncover as mm -hmm. I explore. But yeah, I've, I've learned that lately. I really enjoy those more exploratory games that have a little bit of a story, but they're mainly just there to chill yeah. and just enjoy that experience. And that's been a lot of fun recently. No, I just started playing Little Nightmares. I don't know if you're familiar with that title. but it's, Dude, I have that game on my Steam account. I haven't played it yet, though. And the second one just came out. Uh, it's pretty fun. I don't know too much about it. 
because I started playing it and it was a little creepy and I wasn't like in the right yeah. like mood to sit down and like just be creeped out by it. But it seems pretty fun and That's also fair. like the puzzles that I faced so far weren't too hard. And it was like, oh, yeah, I completed a puzzle. Like, that's pretty cool. So it's just kind of like the doing it yourself bit I really like about it. Agreed. I think the first game that I played that I really enjoyed the story of it more than the actual gameplay itself was probably the Telltale Walking Dead game. Oh, yeah, I heard that was really good. Yeah, it was a good story. I mean, looking at it now, I see how they did a lot of the things and it's not quite as tell your own story what are Mm -hmm. those things pick and choose Uh, pick pick your own adventure pick your own adventure yeah yeah that's kind of how it was sold to you but really all the decisions lead to the same end point anyway it seems um but yeah no that was a game that i really got immersed in that story and before that i enjoyed like the stories of assassin's creed and the batman Mm -hmm. arkham games the batman arkham games are so good yeah Uh, I didn't finish the Arkham Knight. I thought that game kind of sucked. But Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are so freaking good. I have I bought the remakes for my PlayStation 4 and started playing Batman Arkham Asylum. And just that game is so much fun. And I could play that for hours. And I haven't gotten back into yeah. it because I got sidetracked with other things. But if you want a good story-driven based game that I wish I could play again for the first time, play Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 7 remake. It might be the perfect remake. It's so good mm. and it's only the first part of the whole Final Fantasy 7 game and it's like it's a 40-hour video game and it's have was it full price? I can't remember. But it's not just like some it's not just some like uh, cash grab remake. Like the people who made the original worked on this and they took the time to actually make a full video game. And it's so freaking good and so much fun to play. I wish I could replay for the first time. It's just that yeah. good. Would highly recommend. I hear recommend. good things about Final Fantasy. I've just never given any of those games a chance. Uh, if you're going to start with one, start with Final Fantasy VII. That was the first one I played all the way through, and I absolutely love it. But there's six other games. How am I going to know the story? Because they're not all connected. This is its own It's its own thing. Just play Final okay. Fantasy VII Remake and tell me what you think. It's <laughs> so good. You will not be disappointed. If you are, I will pay. I will Venmo you the money for the game and be like, I'm sorry. I told you to waste 40 hours of your life (laughs) playing this game. Um, But it's definitely, I think it's definitely worth your time, especially if you like story driven games. I may have to take you up on that at some point. And hey, if you don't like it, you get your money back. I'll Venmo you the money. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right, and I think that's where we should cut it for this first episode. Sounds good. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you for being here. Awesome. I enjoyed talking to you. (laughs) I enjoyed talking to you too. All right, I'll see you next time. (laughs) See you next time.